Sometimes, putting on a happy face just isn't enough. Who we are on the inside doesn't always match who we are on the outside. When living through a world of horror, suffering, and lies, what else is left to do but laugh? Grab your coins for the boat, man. This is Grave Talk. All right, welcome everybody to Grave Talk. I'm your host, Daniel Conyers, and with me, as always, is Leot Conyers. Hello! And uh, talking to us remotely th- um, through phone is Tyler Parker. Coming in via technology. Via t- yeah. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good to be back. Yep. Um, so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the highly controversial uh, film, Todd Phillips film, Joker. Uh, here at Grave Talk, uh, we like to go into the film in its entirety, so if you haven't seen Joker, go check it out and come back and see if what uh, you think, or your analysis, matches ours. Um, and if you haven't already, uh, share, like, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, and stop by our website at gravetalk.biz and subscribe to our newsletter. So, Joker. Um, in summary, kind of the quick two uh tagline joker really is just a full-fledged character study about a man named uh, arthur fleck and his journey from a um struggling uh economically struggling and mentally ill uh clown um uh, well um temp he's like a temp yeah like um, a contractual like a contractual cl- p- clown performer to the clown prince of crime himself the joker uh, so, first, reactions. Because this is, like, this is pretty <laughs> polarizing. I mean, well, it's polarizing, I think, with our opinion, but it's also polarizing, I think, as a whole. I mean, I think... Honest, yeah, no, honestly, it is. It's a, you like it or you don't like it. Right. That's what the reaction is. Like, there is no middle ground of this movie. No. And I think that's, I think that's where you and I stand. Or I, and you haven't, you, we haven't mentioned where we have stands on this. But uh, I, I did not think it was a masterpiece or a brilliant film, as Dan described it to me. <laughs> but um, I, would, I wouldn't put it in that category. You know? And a lot of people have been putting in that master class you know, film. But we can get into why it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Tyler said it. I, I am clearly on the other end of the spectrum. I think, I think this is an, a, an important movie to watch. And I think everybody should see it, even if you're not... Well, expand on important. Why important? Important. So, it's important because it gives a really honest take on not just mental illness, but how the, the system fails the mentally ill, how society perceives the mentally ill... And all it has all um, all of the it's a perfect storm as to what it takes to create a, a villain, what it takes to create a murderer. I read an article. Okay. I read an article um, in Vanity Fair. There was a doctor. He's like some leading neuroscientist, and he specializes in he's um, criminals. He does brain scans on criminals just to see. Um, you know, trying to find out if there is a, I don't know. They explained it and I couldn't quite understand it, but. Now, is this, are these like brain scans on traumatized victims who went on to commit violent crimes? Or so it's a, it, a whole, like the categorization with, with, when it comes to serial killers 
and backgrounds and stuff like that. I mean, there's perfectly, there's like perfectly grown, like, uh, let's go like in Israel Keys, grew up uh, kind of like in a Mormon, like, uh, uh, upbringing, but he would grow up to like kidnap and like drive all around, all around the and stuff like that, killing people like uh, wherever he wanted. He didn't like kill big kids and everything like that. And see, he's like an inspiration. He was inspired by other serial killers and stuff like that. So like the background and stuff like that, and the mental ill, uh, like the mental aspect in this movie, I can totally get behind because that that is a thing. But I don't think it, it speaks to a society uh, as uh, when it comes to mental health, um, because I I think uh, the narrative in the country right now is moving towards. Uh, access towards mental health. There, there are apps that you can use that you don't even like technically need insurance for. As long as you are paying and you like agree to their their terms, um, you can you can gain access to mental health. It's really very affordable and accessible if you, if you find options towards it in this country. But in in this Gotham City, uh, Gotham City, USA, <laughs> ninety something. I don't know what it is. Uh, uh, there is a decline in mental health in the system. And when you see that when she's like, we're running out of money and stuff like that, you, obviously it's not the best best care anyway. So I, I believe that's that's where I defer like with the importantness of mental health in this. Because it's also who he is, isn't it? Like instead of like, oh, it's, uh, laughing is a deficient or laughing is like an illness for him. He, he like it's actually who he is, right? Well, I think it's more of a he embraces it. It's it is a because like there is a mental um, an illness that it that it has people spontaneously laugh. Like that's a real thing. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a Tourette's type thing. Yeah, I, can, I, I, I I'll, I'll totally believe that. So that's a real thing. But I think the okay, the, yeah. the journey is more about him trying to be something that other people want him to be but every step he takes it's constantly shifting him to um not being able to be that so he's just going to be i mean i would agree that i think the joker is somewhere deep inside him from the very beginning and he's in a way suppressing it and not really embracing it. I think the dancing kind of represents that. Like when he dances in the bathroom after he kills the three all right, guys. All right. Dancing. Alright, so you said he represents uh, what? What do you mean he represents what? Well, you said his dancing represents like it comes out of him because of how? That he, that that's like the, when he's comfortable, when he's his true yeah. self, that's where the okay. dancing kind of comes out. Because he dances at well, and also dancing is a part of his act. I mean, you see that in the very in the very beginning, he's dancing yeah. with the piano player. He and but then after he because he's in his element. That's hit. He dances when he's at the kids' um, cancer ward. That's part of his act. He dances. Um, so when he's doing that, I think that's a visual sign of where he's comfortable. So when he kills the guy and now that the in the train there's three guys i think the first two are self-defense but the third one is a blatant he went and killed him oh yeah totally he like pulls the trigger oh he went after him yeah. yeah but when he goes to the bathroom it starts off as he's scared 
because he just killed a guy. Well, he killed three. But then he does the dance, and to me, that's he is this is because comfortable okay for him. He's okay yeah, with he's it. Just, he's okay that he killed three people. Yeah, and that kind of in that place throughout the rest of the movie that he is conflicted that he suddenly he knows he shouldn't be okay with it, and yet he feels fine. Like there's nothing. He's he, off his meds. Yeah, he's kind of off his meds at this point. So I want to go back to a couple things. So back to the article. The guy mentioned that what the movie does really well is it shows a perfect storm of what it takes. So economically, he um, if we if you look at killers, and this is broad strokes. We're not like saying, and clearly this is a fictional character, but it's a fictional character that you're applying all these different kind of ideas to that leads to the ultimate killer being the Joker. So one is economic, that statistically quite a few of these killers usually come from some sort of um, an upbringing that's in the lower class um, or lower income bracket. The other is um, childhood trauma. So you find that... The mother. Well, not just the mother, but he was... The stepdad, too, right? The stepdad, stepdad too, but the kicker was the malnutrition as a part of the suffering. That there, not enough oxygen and nutrition went to a developing brain so that as he grew, that partially... He said that that would explain the mental illness, but it also could explain some other behavioral stuff he has. And then mental... The delusional... The delusional, yeah. like the girlfriend and stuff like that. Yeah. But which I you could tell was fake the entire time. But I don't think I don't think that's I don't think Did you think it was fake the entire time? No, I did I did figure that it wasn't I the girl was I figured the girl was real but his time spent with her wasn't. Um but Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like the date wasn't real, she wasn't at the comedy club. I I mean I figured that much. Um, but that she was a real person. He just was a bit, was delusional. My question is, did he kill her? Oh, yeah. You think he did? Oh, yeah. Totally. He was, out, he was out of his mind at this point. I don't know. So, see, this is where Leah and I kind of disagreed a bit. Where, at what... Did you not like that, that, how they left it? They didn't, that he just, like, that's, it was just a reveal that it was all in his head and then... Well, I don't think it was all in his like, head. I don't like at the. Well, no, no, it's a reveal that like they, that she hasn't been there the entire. Oh, time. oh, no! I'm fine with that. I think that adds to his collapse. Like the cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah, I think that just adds. Yeah, I was okay with that too. Yeah, I think that just adds to his downfall. But the question Leah and I were kind of going back and forth was: at what point does he become the Joker? And oh, yeah. she thought, "What did you think?" I thought it was. Um, it was before the game show. What happens... When he killed his... I thought it was when he killed his mother. Oh, yeah. That's when I thought that that was his breaking point, when he killed his mother. And that was when he... Because um, everything before that, I think his choices were not in his control, mm-hmm. which is one of those mental illness things. But I thought the killing of the mother was in his control. And that is what broke him and changed him and became the Joker. And that was before he killed that dude in his apartment, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because that was also. Yeah, because that's when planned. He, he, I mean, he made that decision to save the little person and kill the other guy. Yeah. So. Which is, I I think, is a pretty jokery move to do. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I, I get this is an origin story, but he wasn't he wasn't very funny at all ever. So it doesn't lead me to believe that he's going to go on to be funny. And like the part of the appeal of a of Joker is, is he's funny. So like, he's in between all of his crazy uh, like schemes and everything like that. He's a pretty funny guy. So I I have an not a dis, it's not really a disagreement, but maybe an alternate take on it because the one thing with this movie is I think it challenges when it's appropriate to laugh because you know. He is has some mental um, instabilities. I think he does do some stuff that's funny, but because you kind of know more about him, you might like. So, for example, I mean, one example was when he his mom sit, is in the hospital and he's outside, and those cops come and they talk to him, and he gets up and he walks right into that door. This the door. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for me, I was like, I I thought it was funny. But at the same time, I feel bad if I laugh. I laughed. I was the only one in the theater laughed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. One other thing, too. I'm, I wanna... usually, the, I'm usually the only one in the theater laughed. <laughs> Jack Dawson dies in Titanic. Tyler's cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should learn how to swim. What the hell? Sink, bitch. <laughs> um, I don't think... So, and I think this might be going too off topic, but I do want to mention, I, I don't think in today's society, mental health is as accessible. I mean, I, I, yeah, I get the app, but I, I still think when it comes to private insurance and government programs, they're still nowhere near uh, where they should be. And even if you look at a lot it of the... It expensive, yeah. Well, even if you look at a lot of the homeless, the homeless issues, it's a, a lot of they're mentally ill um, yeah. that are homeless. I've been through the system. It's honestly a personal step is what uh, it's it's first uh, mental health is not uh, uh, it's it's no it's no it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility is I think what the saying goes it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. Uh, so like I don't know, it comes down to he, it looks like he was taking care of himself. Right. He was. Got yeah. The program got shut down for him, but then it's it's on him to find a new a new way. You know. But I just don't. And it's, and it, it's and I understand it. In this world, and in, in in his, it looked like a nineteen seventies grimy uh, almost. You know. Well, I think that's what it was going for. I kind of got feel I got for because they interaction the streets. Well, he, um, I know Todd Phillips basically, well, let's just say it, he ripped off a lot of like Taxi Driver, um, a lot of those grunge 70s style movies where the cities kind of do like that. Even like the, the title opening title sequence is very much in that style. So, yeah. I mean, absolutely, I agree. Absolutely, they, he, that, Almost Grindhouse-ish, almost, um, kind of style. 
Yeah, that cut, that cut, 80s kind of cut to it. Too. Yeah. Um, Oh, damn it. Fucking lost what I was going to say. <laughs> Keep going. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was a good back and forth about why I think it's important. So let's go to... Um, oh, yeah. And another part, and like, like we talked about with like Stephen King uh, novels or movies and stuff like that, Gotham is very much a character in the Batman universe. And I think that's what set Batman apart was is in DC and comic book lore and stuff like that is Gotham is a, is a character in, yeah. in the thing, you know, like, it's a living, breathing entity, you know, you see it with, like, the, uh, and it, it did, I'm sure you know, it's like the giant ace in the hole kind of, uh, yeah. gang reference. Yeah. When everybody mobs at the end like that, they just see the giant background, this is ace in the hole. Well, I mean, so, I... Like, that was cool, you know, the, and, like, you go back to, uh, the, there's a serial killer, uh, reference, the, the club they play at. Yeah is the name of uh, John Wayne Gacy's clown yeah, uh, yeah. persona. So that was cool. I well, enjoyed this. Well, I shit a brick when, at the end, I saw Zorro on the theater thing. And the second I saw Zorro, I'm like... What's that? So, in most... Uh, so, um, it's when Bruce Wayne, the origin starts, where his parents get shot in the alley. So oh, it, yeah, it's a Zorro. Oh, I thought, yeah, sorry, it just sounded different. Yeah, Zorro, Mask of Zorro. That's yeah. when I automatically knew they were changing Batman's lore to it was a riot in the streets that right. made him go out of the theater, not Batman being afraid or Bruce Wayne being afraid. But, here, but like, here, so here, so I guess, okay, we'll move to this topic. That I, whenever I think about the Joker's origins, I think about that line, you know, if, if I do have an origin, I'd rather have it multiple choice. Um, yeah. So I don't, I think the neat thing about the Joker is you can kind of do whatever you want with him because he is, he kind of just is. He just yeah. is this force. But you can... I, I don't see this Joker as being a force. I, I see it as everything being accident. He got the only reason he's not in jail for the rest of his life. Well, I guess they kind of, they show at the end that he is like locked up, but like he gets let out because like the, somebody like rams a car into the, 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 the cop car and he gets out. You know, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like this skinny ass smoker Joker is going to be a threat to anybody. All right. Other other than randomly murdering people, I don't see him being smart enough to scheme or do all this stuff. Like he got lucky. Being uh, awful on stage and being brought onto the show, and he was going to kill himself anyway. So she's like, "I don't see this being a, a definitive Joker in any sense." But I do like what Joaquin Phoenix did in some in some respects. The dancing was weird. I thought he was too skinny, and there was too much smoke. You know, I just don't feel like he would have lived past another 10, 15 years. So, his, so his cardiovascular health aside. So there's a. I, I, so, well, you're gonna get cancer. Yeah. Get cancer. yeah. He's smoking cancer. <laughs> Not like nowadays filtered shit. He's smoking. He's got like the smoker yellow fingers. Like, <laughs> you see the, the show up. He's like really smoking because that's yellow finger. Yeah. You know? So. I don't know. Uh, I so. He I, looks like shit. I. Forty five years old looks like shit. But the thing, <laughs> but but like here's the thing. One, there's more than one Joker. So. It, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go with the just. This is just one 
No. DC Universe is Joker. No, you let's see. Go, let's go Crisis of, or Crisis of Multiverse because it's the biggest fucking thing that's ever happened on TV. No, we can talk about that. No, because that, no, you, so the thing is, I think you just cut out. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, no, I don't know. So here's the thing. It's... No, I'm still here. Okay. Um, even in DC... Okay. So this is what I find hard to, what, to talk about. You can't... <laughs> On one sense, so if we are to say that this Joker exists in the DC universe as we know it, it doesn't matter what he is. Because one, even in the DC universe, if you just look at Batman, don't no uh, crisis, no nothing, just Batman, there is more than one Joker. Batman got that answer when he was on the, the chair of infinite knowledge and he asked who is the Joker. Okay, no, I actually, I will give you this point. I will give you this point because instead of like a red hood inspiring him, like, uh, like uh, other comic book origins have, uh, uh, talked about, um, this is, uh, there could be multiple Jokers because at the end of it, they, the streets are filled with people who are behind him. Who so support his message. It's like, a majority of the city is behind him. So and so that that's so one. It's like it's weird. It's, it's like it's, he, he's usually the one who's terrorizing the entire city. But then isn't that also um, partially Not what makes it have this, the city behind him? Partially what makes it terrifying that makes him a villain is that he can create that mob mentality. So maybe he is not the one going out and killing people, but he is the the one that's the giving map. the orders. Well, yeah. And the other thing too is, and I and and the idea of like you don't see like Joaquin being the force against Batman. So if I to to take that claim, then I I don't think you can take Jack Nicholson's Joker seriously, because Jack Nicholson's Joker is what? because Jack Nicholson's Joker is way older, because Jack Nicholson's Joker is the one that kills uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. There's only about a. a- well, yes, but at the same time, he's in like he's almost at his prime killing at that point. He's he's already one step under an already established criminal organization that he takes over. But we're talking and about age just, and his health. I don't know. He's he, older. I think he proves. Well, he also, I guess, he got the the crowds behind him too. And he's Jack money. And Jack he's Nicholson's a heavy smoker time. too. Jack Nicholson's been smoking for like forty years. Well, yeah, well, he retired from acting, too, so let's pay him respect for him. Oh, no, I don't get me wrong. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's the best, but I'm saying if you no, don't... Uh, I would say he's my second favorite Joker. Still, Jack Nicholson is still definitely my second favorite Joker. Yeah, I see it. This movie really did make me appreciate Heath, Web- Heath Ledger's Joker. I guess I love the anonymity of that Joker. He has no fingerprints. He doesn't. They don't know where he belongs. His face is start up. You don't know what he really looks like. You can't do facial recognition or anything on him. So, um, but there's got to be something, you know. And and I think it was a real shame that we didn't get to see a continuation of it because we got, we could have seen, you know, the the Dark Knight finding out who he was, where he came from. But I don't. But I think for the so, for the purpose of this movie, I think what they're trying to do, they're not trying to really. Do a well. Yeah, is Joker going to go against Batman? So it's like to rise up over the one percent. Say well, kind of, yeah. Well, because Thomas Wayne is such an obvious Trump figure. I mean, some of the lines that 
Thomas Wayne has are pretty much exactly what Trump has said, either on a tweet or in public. So it's, I think that was a pretty clear, you know, 99 versus 1% kind of thing. You know what would have been a really cool twist is uh, if this was the Flashpoint universe and they let Thomas Wayne live and we see this guy who's been like this billionaire who's like kind of out of shape and old get his act together and become, you know, the, the, the Flashpoint Batman. That would have been a really cool twist. I mean, that would be cool, um, but I think in Flashpoint, Martha is the Joker. Oh, that's insane. Oh. Yeah. So that's what happens in, yeah. Bruce dies. Martha goes crazy. She becomes the Joker. And Thomas does his, like, alcoholism, gun-toting Batman. Man, then why is everybody ever always talking about getting a Flashpoint Batman? I want to get a Flashpoint Joker. That's no, insane, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's cool. Because I don't think she, uh, she doesn't play a part in Flashpoint, but it's definitely referenced that Martha's the Joker. Yeah. Um. So, oh so shit. We talked about dancing. That was, and that's something we kind of still disagree oh, on. But uh, that was the other thing. So, so one of the origins of the Joker, and this is kind of a more recent origin, is that the Joker is almost like a. Pennywise kind of figure, where the Joker has been a part of Gotham's lung and organs since the beginning of Gotham. That joke, you can't have Gotham without Joker. And that you've seen in some of the comic issues they were showing, like in the 19, you know, 1800s, Joker was there. 1920s, well, you said, Joker you said was you there. You can't have the Joker without Gotham, or you can't have Gotham without the Joker? I think either way. I think probably more you can't have Gotham without the Joker. I think you can't have Joker without Gotham. Yeah, I think he's yeah. a product of Gotham. Yeah. You know, he didn't come from anywhere else, you know? He just is part of it. Yeah, he came from, like, the other side of the bridge. So I yeah, think... He came from... Yeah, I, I, I don't think the... So the purpose of this movie, I don't think is to really place it in any kind of universe and Leon and I have kind of gone back and forth on like which came first did somebody pitch this movie saying hey I want to make a movie about mental health uh and by the way let's also do the Joker or somebody come up and say hey I want to make a Joker movie and you know I think we can probably talk about mental health in it so I think they saw designs for Jared Leto's Joker and saw, oh, we got to do something better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can see that. Uh, God, such a travesty. Well, because I heard, uh, and I'm not sure if this is true. I'm not sure how true this is, but I've been reading recently that like Jared Leto tried to stop the Joker movie from getting made. Right. Um, yeah, who knows, man? I've heard that guy's like running a cult, so who knows? <laughs> we'll wait till Morbius comes out to like. Oh him, yeah, but yeah. I'm a fan of Thirty Seconds Tomorrow, so I guess I'm a cult member. Whatever. Yeah, true. At least the first couple albums I haven't listened to. There was some documentary about the Thirty Seconds from Mars because they were in some lawsuit, I think, with Disney um, for some logo that they had. I can't remember. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, they're a weird band. Well, Jared Leto, I think... He's a weird dude, he's, but he's, he's 50 a weird guy. years old, right? He's like almost 50 years old? Kind of, yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, so I don't know. It was too bad we couldn't have even gotten to see that joke go up against the Batman. You know, I, I, he's not going to be it in the next Suicide Squad movie. He's not and in Birds of Prey. It's just so convoluted. No, I don't think so. That's what they're saying is like his time with Joker's done. Yeah, yeah. I we're going to get a new. We're going to get a new Joker in the next in the Batman Two or whatever it's going to be called. You know. Well, and I think that Joker will be more in line with kind of the Joker you were talking about. Of like, okay, this is the Joker that goes against he. This is the unstoppable force against the immovable object kind of thing. Whereas, well, I think it's going to be a medium between a jack and a heat. Oh, yeah. Not so much anything like this. No. Okay. No. And I think well, and I think it's okay because this Joker is I think meant to just be on its own. And they've done this in comics. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. No, and I and I would actually be upset if they do a sequel. I would be upset as much as I like this one, I do not want to see a sequel. No, think, please no more sequels. Yeah, any, this any just more. should be on its own. Um Leon, you want to add anything? <laughs> um, I came from this from the very outsider's perspective. I don't know much about Joker besides the what I've seen in the movies. And so um, I really only took it for the value that Joaquin Phoenix's performance really versus Heath Ledger's performance. I don't even really count Jared Leto's because it was so brief anyway. But... Um, Okay. One of the things that Not I really the fact did. That it's terrible. Just that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just that it was brief. I really didn't know if it was terrible, as far as like, I I don't know the his storyline or anything. I guess I just was like, okay. okay, this is just what the Joker is. Whatever. Anywho, right. um, one thing that I really appreciated for um, Joaquin Phoenix's performance was his uh, honesty with that illness of coughing or of laughing the pain you could see in his face while he was trying to contain his laughter is like what sold it for me within the first five minutes of the movie um I thought it was tragic and confusing because you don't want to root for him because you see he is down on his luck in every form in every way and then you see him murder people so you don't want to cheer for him because you're it's an unfortunate ending for something that could could have been prevented. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think that's I think labeling this cuz I I do know that before the movie came out there's so many like theaters like kind of not wanting to play it because they thought it was glorifying and I totally understand why Aurora wouldn't not. For sure. Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I I totally understand too. No, I gotcha. yeah, no. I I totally get that. Um, but, you know, that aside, I I never thought they were glorifying him. I never thought they were framing this character that, oh, you're supposed to be rooting. Well, this idea that the villain is the hero, I saw it as a tragedy, that the system kind of failed him. Yeah, okay, he could have, like, probably tried to figure out alternative ways. Like, he probably could have chose to rise above it as a hero would but those were not the choices he made and unfortunately you watched him make the wrong like you watched him make of of the very few 
Of oh, the, no, keep going, because I'm going to piggyback on what you're saying. Of the very few choices he had, he definitely picked the wrong ones. And we're sitting here watching a tragedy. We're watching a guy who should have been helped, who should have had more options than he did, and he ended up being the Joker. And he caused the creation of Batman. So, right. I mean, I see it. I see it far more as a tragedy, less of a glorification. And not to say yeah. like any of and I, and I don't not to accuse too many people that they are do glorify it. But I think those who maybe are listening who think the Joker is glorifying this kind of behavior, I don't think so. Um, I never got you the sense. You can't look at it like that. You can't look at it as a, like glorifying anything like that because you think of it like this: we sat through what twenty three Marvel movies, uh, yeah, superhero movies, origin stories, uh, heroes' journeys. We sat through them all. This was kind of nice. I, it's really nice to make easy. Is all those choices he made were the wrong ones? You know, like mm-hmm. the anti-hero villain choices. And uh, even in like that scene where he's emerging from the rain and like he's like, that's like a very superhero moment. We've yeah. seen that in how many different superhero movies, like the moment it's fighting in the rain, saving somebody and like discovering who you are. And like in that moment, you know, you see him becoming the make, making the wrong choices, going down the Joker path. Because like, like, I think it was, I think that was really cool to watch. Um, but I don't think it's like, uh, it's it's a very easy choice to make directing this kind of movie is like let's let's take these iconic like kind of moments that superheroes have and we'll make them uh, uh, you know the villain version you know so it wasn't very any, anything creative but I think it was very it was something they had to do well and I think they and I liked that I liked it a lot yeah and I think showing and, and you know to say he you know. He, and I'm I'm just spitballing like possible counter arguments that all right you're saying because he's mentally ill that that's part of why he's I'm still here I'm just I just had to look look at something else on my phone before before we end up on our conversation <laughs> all right <laughs> um, that I you know he made the choice to you know the 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 three guy the the pivotal parts the three guys he killed on the train first two self defense. He chose to follow the other guy. He chose to follow him, and he chose to shoot him. The mother, he chose to kill her. For me, when I think he became the Joker is when he killed the comedian guy, the host, on television. Because the whole movie, he was planning to kill himself. Throughout the whole movie, he was planning to do this elaborate suicide. But I think it was at that moment... And I can't remember what De Niro says to, I think, flip him. But at that moment, he chooses to shoot and kill someone else instead of himself. And to me, he's choosing this life over death. And I think that is a choice. That is his no inhibitions. That is his choice. And And that's... One of the big things for me, the big moments that, yeah, he picked the wrong one, and this is what we, and now it's there's no turning back. He is the Joker now. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's and that's what they had to do to it. So I because all the other because all the other times he could have turned himself in, 
all, like he understood what was right and well, what, he talked to the cops multiple times yeah and he could have like he understood the difference between right and wrong i mean if because he felt guilty about what he did on the train and you don't feel guilty if you don't understand the difference between right and wrong so he clearly does um so at any point he could have turned himself in but he didn't and he killed out of and he killed the last guy and i think that third one is the tipping point yeah all right, so... Who else did he kill? Who, uh, we're assuming that... I, I'm assuming oh, that he... Oh, uh, he killed, killed the friend, so it was four. Mom and daughter. Oh, uh, yeah, you think he killed the mom and daughter? I'm on the fence about that. Like, I think he did. I never thought about it. Yeah. I, I did, mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. But also, I thought... Um, he fantasized so much about her that I could also make the argument that she's alive. Yeah. So it's hard to... I, that one's a hard guess. Because he chose to let the other guy go, so it's possible he chose to let her... I don't know. I can see both. So I think it... it for those who think he did kill her, I totally see... I, I, can, I get it. Um, and for those who think he didn't, I, I get that too. I think a case could be made for both. Um, I'm on okay. the fence. I'm on the fence about it. Um, all right, so one final, so, uh, how are we ranking, ranking this? So I have a, I have a weird idea. Since we're Grave Talk, let's, um, uh, let's do Six Feet Under is, like, we liked it a lot. We'll give it a proper burial. Oh. And, uh, if we don't like it, we'll, sh- we'll give it a shallow grave. We'll give it like a, <laughs> okay. I'll give it six inches, you know, or something like I get, that. I don't know, maybe. I'll, I like that. About that. I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It's a good idea. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do that. So how far would you bury this one? How deep would you bury it? I'm going to give it four or four feet. You know, like I'm not going to say that I hated it because I didn't. Um, I did not like some of the choices. I didn't like how skinny he was. I was thinking about him being, becoming and becoming the Joker and fighting Batman in the future. I think that was what I was thinking of in the movie. I, I I can see what they were doing with mental health, but I can disagree with it as I've been in the system and I, I've seen what it does and what you can do and, and it being a personal choice. So that's my stake in it. Um, so I'm going to give it four feet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it an okay burial. You know, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Not bad. So, you know, if a hard rain falls. But, uh, it's... I, don't, I don't give it a master class, masterpiece, brilliant film. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to get the Oscar. I think I there's, know. you know, that Lighthouse movie. That, there's that Lighthouse movie coming out with Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah. And that looks like really insane. And I also, I, I don't know if he'll get a Best Actor nomination for it, but Jojo Rabbit looks like one of the most interesting films ever. All right, we'll we'll see. I, I'm on the fence about JoJo. I I'm I I don't know. I'm not gonna judge it until I see it, because right now it looks like it's a knockoff Wes Anderson. All right, <laughs> Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just I am really into Taika Waititi. I've really gotten into uh, our, uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. It's 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 exactly like the movie, and you'll love it. The cameo from everybody in it. The cameo in season in season ten is is the best Vampire <laughs> Council lineup of all time. Cool. Um, all right, Leon. 
I actually, well, probably let's say five and a half feet under. Um, I did, I was totally engrossed by his, by Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Um, and I was, I mean, I also didn't really like how skinny he was, but mostly because it looked like he was super unhealthy, which I think was the point. And then, um, I thought the, I still was, my biggest complaint was that the song when he's dancing down the stairs took me so far out of where I was emotionally and mentally that I couldn't, I even like turned to Dan and was like, I got totally ripped out of this movie just because of the song choice. And I can't even remember what the song was. All of a sudden you're thrust back into it because you're running away from the cops. Right. You know? It was, it was very so jarring. Yeah. That, that scene, that one scene was very jarring for me and I didn't like it. <laughs> um, okay, your turn. All right. I, I, I'm giving it like, I'm going as close to six as I can because so I'll tell you like the one thing I, the one thing I see I, I did not like um, it is, there is no plot or story or plot at all, which can be a negative, but at the same time, this is such a pure character study that you don't really need it because all you're doing is following this guy. But unfortunately, it does seem like he really is bouncing back and forth. He's a pinball in just the worst possible way. And I think that can be a bit too much um and then you're just wondering okay when is this guy gonna catch a break um i've it been and in ways still am in the system and i know how hard it can be to especially if insurance is an issue and if money is an issue it is not an easy trek to walk to get what you need and i want my Whatever I my statements to not undermine what you just said about yours. Oh, and I, I and I I did not. And Everyone's situation is totally different. So oh, for sure, and I and I in no way felt like you were undermined or no way in any form. Well, I yeah, just I just want our audience to know that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I felt this was is exactly what I think elevates or is what will help elevate the superhero genre that it's. Just because it's a movie about a comic book character doesn't mean you can't use the comic book character to talk about some really deep and um, hard issues to talk to present in a very real and hard way. I never really saw this as a continuation or as because I think if if it is a continuation, if there is one, it you can assume that. Batman's that the Batman in this world would be on par with the Joker they've created. I don't know. I never really saw it that way. What I saw was a tragedy and how bad the system failed him, how bad kind of people in general failed him merely because of their perception of him. Um, and just how bad. And also, now, now that you're talking about it, it makes me think about all the people that. You know, I didn't treat, I, I was nice to, but I wouldn't give, like, the time of day to because I just thought they were weird, you know? Yeah, so, and it, it's a hard... This is a weird dude with a high-pitched voice. Yeah, who just laughs out also, of... Also, I don't know, 
random thought when he punched out the thing when he's like I'm punching out like that was very jokery I thought that, that was jokery he should have killed somebody yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he brought like, I'm punching out and then punched the guy who fired him who got yeah. fired or whatever well and then he starts laughing maniacally and then yeah. cuts it like instantly he like drops the laugh it it was pretty crazy so and it's so and that's the thing it's a weird like creepy and that to me I guess the Joker yeah the Joker is funny. But when I started reading the Batman comics, the Joker scared me more than he made me laugh. Like, even though he was funny in the books, that there's a, a lot, a big part that frightened me about him. Um, That's funny because Tim Curry was the original voice for the animated series, and they fired him, or they let him go uh, and replaced him because he was too scary. Really? Um, for a kid's audience. Oh, man. A cartoon for a kid's cartoon. I loved Tim Curry. Yeah, oh, man. Um, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah, I know. He's, and I, I'm glad that he's still kind of working even after being yeah. in a wheelchair and stroke now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think... He's one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think this was about as honest a portrayal of what, um, what a, a villain's origin story can be that's at least honest and socially relevant I think Joaquin Phoenix, and if if the Oscars history is any kind of um, hint, okay, we had who uh, Matthew McConaughey lost a lot of weight. Anytime there's a huge body transformation, you're automatically in. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. What's the monster? Oh, Charlie Charlie Theron. Yeah. Anytime there's a body transformation, like an extreme one, you're automatically on the list. But don't go full retard. Don't go full. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. So that is our take on the Joker. Uh, Do you want to say? Do you want to do the shout out right now? No. Go. You go ahead. Go ahead. Do the shout out. All right, so uh, this is a shout-out to, I want to say, one of our first official fans. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, super excited. Jose, Jose Payne, uh, 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 what's his last name? Oh, I just moved it away. Uh, <laughs> Pena. So uh, he reached out to us last week, and he wanted, he was like, he's like, I'm becoming a fan of you guys. That you guys uh, he likes that we dig deeper into the, these horror movies and stuff like that. It's not just surface stuff. Um, he messaged us on uh, our Brave Talk Messenger, which anybody can do. We yeah. appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Um, so he reached out and he wanted. He told us that we were doing a good job, and he wanted. He was really excited for us doing uh, this Joker episode. His uh, icon right now, or his Facebook profile, is him wearing Joker makeup. It looks like. <laughs> uh, he he told us that. Uh, uh, I asked him what his favorite scary movie is. He loves Jaws. It's a sentimental value for him. Um, and I don't, it looks like he's in the military too. So shout out to I yeah. think both of our families are military supporters, uh, down here, uh, brave talk. Um, so he, uh, just messaged us So shout out to him and yeah. we'll be getting you a Joker poster. We're going to be, uh, mailing you a Joker poster, Jose. So, or, uh, so listen up and we'll get you one of those po- posters from the movie. Yeah. And, and, um, and then we're going to give, be given away anybody who wants to message us. Uh, the first like five people, five six people, we will give you a poster. Yeah. So let us know, you know, and, and comment, will, uh, comment on our, and send them to you. Yeah, and comment on the Facebook, um, on our Facebook page with what you thought about the Joker, because I mean, this is one of the very few fil- films so far, at least this year, that is 
there's so much to it and it's so divisive. I mean, I would be very interested. I know. We could go another episode. Oh, yeah. Like another hour. And, so. I, and I would be very interested in hearing what other people thought about it, um, how it made them feel, whether they think they went maybe too far or it's, it's like, okay, why even call it the Joker? Um, I, I, would love to, I would love to hear other people's opinions. As in general, I mean, in general, I'd love to hear other people's opinions. Um, but in particular, this one, because there's, it's so divisive. Um, all right. It really is. Yeah. I don't have time for trivia this week, but I think give, the giveaway is really cool, so everybody should just be a part of that. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. got to get going, though. All right. So Tyler's getting going. Uh, we're going to get going as well. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and uh, keep an eye out on our Facebook page. We're going to announce what our next episode is. And uh, as always, we'll dig you up next time. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye.